When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Hokie Nation? Welcome to our third ever installment of our Triumph Spotlight on TSL today. Spring is upon us, and the Hokies are stacked on the diamond. We've got Virginia Tech sophomore infielder Carson Demartini in the studio. We can't wait to get things going this morning. Carson Demartini coming up next. It's TSL Today from Blacksburg. Thanks so much for joining us, however you may be listening or viewing. Today's show is brought to you by Triumph NIL. Triumph NIL was founded to create meaningful name, image, and likeness partnerships for student-athletes. Triumph seeks to maximize individual and group earning potential and provide clarity to key stakeholders through creative activations. Their motto, recruit, retain, Reward. Thanks so much once again to Triumph NIL. I'm Giovanni Heater, joined alongside our baseball insider on set today, Chris Hirons, and Virginia Tech sophomore infielder Carson Demartini. Carson, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me. Doing good. Absolutely. All right, Chris. Exciting one for you. I know uh, this is the first time we've had you on the set chatting. Uh, you're our baseball insider, so I'll kind of let you lead things off today. Yeah, man. Um, glad to be here. I think it's the third time I've been here. I did two shows back in the spring, but first time I got to chat with you on the set. So pretty exciting. So Carson, uh, why Virginia Tech? Why did you, what was your recruitment process like? I know you mm -hmm. committed pretty early in your high school career. Just walk us through that. Yeah. So I committed fairly early um, after my ninth grade season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing about Virginia Tech was, uh, was I guess, the whole athletic department uh, with Babcock, our AD. He is a baseball guy through and through. He played baseball in college. His dad was a baseball guy. Um, so, I mean, he's going he's gonna to do as, as much as he can to help the baseball program um, like he would any other sport, but especially the baseball program. Um, that was huge. And then uh, Coach Chef was second to none. Um, Coach Chef was everywhere he's gone, he has won, um, and he's won at, at big levels. Um, at Maryland, he took them from – subpar team to a super regional team um he did it at marist uh i think maybe it was uh, either western kentucky eastern something like that somewhere over there in kentucky um and then he's he's done it here at uh at tech um and i mean he he told me that when he was recruiting me he was like look man like like we're not we're not here just to kind of be middle of the pack acc we want to we want to be the best um and that's what that's why we're recruiting you that's why we're doing this that's why we're we're building these new facilities um all this stuff so i i was fully bought into uh to that kind of motto by coach chef just this morning it was announced uh, around 9:30 a.m. that you guys are projected to host a regional here in Blacksburg again that would be the second year in a row how's that make you feel this morning oh it's great um i mean it's it's nice now to kind of get some uh, some recognition uh for sure i know tech baseball kind of in the past hasn't been as as popular as as maybe some other teams um or other sports here at tech um but it's nice to get some recognition but i mean at the end of the day it's a it's a preseason ranking um so i mean Coach Chef, he, he loves, to, loves to talk about how, like, 
you know, man, it, it's just it's just a number by your name. Um, there's no there's no kind of rhyme or reason that like why I should go out there and play a little bit different. Um, I mean, you just go out there and just kind of play our game, and good stuff should happen. Yeah, so going back to last year, I mean, obviously there wasn't a ton of preseason recognition. You guys kind of came out of nowhere, um, and you were a large part of that. Um, you know, how, can you talk about how you adjusted to the college game, especially from where you were the previous summer, um, and then to where you hit a, a home run on the second pitch you saw? As a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I actually I played in a in a pretty highly touted um, summer ball league uh, going into my freshman year. Not a lot of guys get the opportunity to do that, but Coach Chef and Coach Elvin um, set me up with the the Peninsula Pilots, and I played out there, and, and I got my butt kicked. Um, it was a, it was a wake up call to college baseball. Um, I was. I was not prepared. Um, I don't know, maybe just because it was my senior year of mm -hmm. high school and I was I was kind of half in, half out or whatever. But um, I, I had to learn a few things. Um, and then when I got here at Tech, uh, it, the transition helped me so much um, just because I guess I've, for the past two months I've been playing college baseball um, without actually playing college baseball. So that was, uh, that was kind of an easier transition than uh, most guys had. And then the fact that like the guys last year around me, um, Gavin, Biddy, Tanner, Kate, all those guys, um, I mean, they made it super easy for me to kind of just kind of do my thing and, and kind of just let me go because I guess more of the spotlight was on them. Um, so I just kind of got to fly underneath the radar um, and they kind of they kind of led the way, which is nice. In a lot of different ways, in a lot of different moments last season, kind of felt like a movie, right? It was like this storybook season. Uh, what moments, if any in particular, you know, had a deep impact on you? Uh, um, I mean, winning the ACC was was really neat. Uh, obviously, my first ever college baseball game, I'll, I'll never forget that. Um, I did well, but we, we wolfed butt too. Um, so, I mean, that was... That was kind of the icing on the cake um, of all this work I've put in over over my career. Um, but I mean, winning winning the AC championship was was probably one of the greater moments in my in my career here so far. Uh, I mean, we talk about it. We talk about winning a championship, whether that's the ACC championship, the NCAA championship, or a regional championship, whatever it is. Um, that's all we talk about is winning a championship, winning a championship. Um, and we got to do that last year, which was which was really neat. You talked about the guys that were ahead of you in the lineup, you know, the Gavin Crosses, the Tanner Shovels, the Kate Hunters. What kind of impact did they have on you, um, especially the way you developed last year? Oh, I mean, honestly, I'd probably say one of the one of the guys that you didn't mention, actually, is Nick Bittison. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Nick Bittison kind of took me under his wing. Um, we didn't didn't really play the same position, two totally different players. But, I mean, from a personality perspective, I mean, Biddy kind of showed me the ropes. He showed me around campus. He showed me... Um, kind of how to carry myself. And he didn't, like, actually show me this just from me watching him um, and, like, figuring out how he kind of led the team, um, really kind of helped groom my my uh, my ride last year. Um, and then, obviously, you got you got Tanner and Cade and Gavin, um, all great baseball players. So I just got to sit down and, and watch them work, watch how they kind of took took their, uh, their pregame reps or whatever, kind of just – how they went went about their business like real professionally. Um, that was that was really really nice to have. 
it felt like you guys were never out of a game last year. Like even when trailing, it was like, all right, they're going to go on some run. They're going to have this eight run inning. Like there was never any worry or stress. Would you agree with that? And, you know, kind of what goes into that being such an offensive powerhouse a year uh, ago? I, I totally agree with that. Uh, well, I mean, that's college baseball for you. Uh, no leads too safe. Uh, I mean, at any point, any team can flip it, but especially like with the firepower we had last year. I mean, we could run, hit, uh, throw. We could play defense. We could pitch. Um, I mean, we could do all aspects of the game at an elite level, um, which is why I don't think we ever got down. Even we started off, uh, I think, 0-5 or no, 0-4 in the ACC. Um, but, I mean, that's that just shows that, I mean, like it doesn't really matter if you – if you win or lose, I mean, it's just kind of if you keep keep going on, you got the right people, um, you're going to end up winning. Um, but, I mean, that was just the fi- firepower of offense was amazing. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned, you know, you guys are never out of it. I remember the Villanova game, the Sunday game where mm-hmm. you walked it off. Uh, can you take us through that at bat and then kind of how cool was it to be mobbed by your teammates out in center field? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so when you get an opportunity like that, um, what kind of starts to happen is – four or five batters away, and now I'm starting to count. I'm like, all right, if he gets on base and then he gets on base, all right, I'll be second up, and then, okay, so there's only one out, so now if somebody gets out and then I'm going to be up. So you start to kind of mm-hmm. kind of make up these ways of, of how you're going to be up um, before, you're, before you're actually up there. Um, so you're kind of manifesting it before it actually happens. Um, and then, I mean, when it happens, it's no different than any other AB I've ever taken. Um, obviously, the... At the end end of the day, it was maybe a little bit bigger than than my AB in a midweek or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, you take them all the same, and you kind of just you kind of go on um, the same kind of even keel. I always try and try and go through. Um, but being mobbed by my team, I, I've never hit a walk off before, so that was uh, that was really neat. Um, I, I had no idea what to do. I didn't know if I sh- if I'd let them come and just tackle me or if I run away from them. So I just kind of. Kind of did a little bit of both. Did you know the ball was going to land before it uh, went over the wall for the ground ball double? Did you know it was going to land? Did you, or were you worried that they were going to grab it? Yeah, I, well, I was actually a little bit worried when I hit it. I was like, man, I knew I hit it well, but I didn't get all of it. Um, and I was like, man, he might go catch that. But uh, it got put in, I guess, a perfect spot to where he couldn't catch it. Um, but, yeah, there was definitely some doubt when I hit it. I was like, man, like I – I don't know if I'd really got all that if that's gonna if that's gonna go or not. But when it landed, it was it was really neat. I want to ask you about this summer. I know you were in Cape Cod. That is the most sought after uh, summer collegiate baseball league from broadcasters, writers, players, coaches, mm-hmm. game ops people. I, I mean, everybody wants to be in the Cape Cod league. Uh, tell us about your experience there. Uh, the Cape Cod is second to none. Um, it was an amazing baseball experience for me. Uh, I mean, I, I learned a lot about myself as a baseball player. Um, I for sure definitely went through my struggles up there. Uh, the, the Cape is it is not an easy place to play baseball. Uh, I mean, there's you're playing in in these not uh, subpar um, playing conditions and fields, and you're you're living with a host family. Um, I'm. 12, 15 hours, however many hours I am away from home, um, swinging with wood bats and I'm facing the best guys in the country. I mean, it's a, it's a tough place to play, but I mean, the atmosphere is, is awesome. I mean, it's a, it's a baseball town. Um, the whole place is just run by baseball people. You know, first few days I'm up there, I'm wearing my Brewster Whitecap shirt and I walk into like one of the local delis, Ferretti's up there uh, to go get a sandwich before the game. 
and I mean, there's there's kids coming over and and like saying, "Hey, man, good luck today," or or "Hey, Carson, man, you saw your season with Virginia Tech," and and I'm up there and I'm like, "Man, this is it's it's really cool um, to kind of get recognized um, from a from a baseball level, especially especially because um, I mean, like it it doesn't really happen as much as you think, uh, and I mean, it's just it's all baseball up there. You were in the Coastal Plains League uh, before you came into college. So kind of how did the two differ? Because that is also a very, uh, you know, prestigious uh, summer league. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, honestly, more so kind of the talent level um, is the big difference. Uh, and you still got to swing a wood bat. And so I actually, the the Peninsula Pilots were close enough to my home where I, I lived at home and just traveled over. Uh, it was like a 30-minute drive. It was, it was fine. But, um, I mean, I was living with a, a random family, which, which is a little, I guess, weird to some people. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of what happens in college baseball. Like, you, you play summer ball and you go live with the host family. Right. And, I mean, the host families up there are awesome. They just they love having kids come in. And, I mean, we go over and, and um, one of the host moms, um, Mama D is what, what we called her, um, she, had a, uh, she had a pool out back and I mean after the games we'd all go over there and go hang out in the pool hot tub they had fire pit and all that stuff out there um so I mean the community around there is is really neat I mean you talked about you know your struggles in the Cape but why didn't you talk about your successes I mean you hit what four home runs in two days in that playoff semifinal those bat flips are pretty sick too (laughs) (laughs) I mean you chucked that thing I mean how cool was that to do that in the playoffs and like what was the reception like from you know the different teams scouts and different fans yeah um well it one thing it did is it, it, it kind of got my name out there, mm-hmm. uh, at least in the, the Cape Cod community. I remember my host mom, like, when the next next mornings, um, like, we had a breakfast, had a newspaper out, and, like, my face was on the front, and it was, like, Demartini, whatever. Um, so that's that's really cool um, to see kind of how they they idolize you over there if you, if you do something well. Um, but, I mean, the fact that – and we started winning towards the end. Um, I mean, that was awesome. Um, when you're winning, uh, especially in summer ball, because you know you're you're away from all your friends and your family, and you're kind of you're kind of on an island out there by yourself. Um, when you start winning, the the boys get together and the the camaraderie and and all the all the fans. Everybody starts to. I mean, I had probably twenty little kids after each game um, come in the dugout and ask for autographs and balls and they want to go play catch. Uh, it, it really means a lot. It's really cool. Let's dial it back to Blacksburg. Uh, what is different about this year's team in comparison to last year's team? Oh, um, I would say this team is completely different. Um, we we have kind of almost flipped the script from this, you know, offensive powerhouse team with questionable pitching to now. I mean, I mean I think we lost one guy last year, like one impact guy um, on the mound, and everybody else is coming back with the addition of a, some new freshman arms. Um, I mean, our staff is is arguably one of the best in the country, um, and we have some of the best starters in the country with, with Griffin Hack, um, established guys in the ACC that, that know how to compete. Um, but then, I mean, what's kind of flying under the radar is our offense, I guess just because we had such a good year last year. Um, but the the additions of David Bryant and Chris Canizzaro, um, two like big time transfers for us, Eddie Isert, um, and even some freshmen like um, Garrett Michelle. Um, everybody's having a great spring, and I mean like the lineups really coming together. And I, I get excited talking about it because um, like, honestly, I feel like this team might be even better than last year's team. 
Yeah, uh, I was going to ask you to talk about some of the guys that you know maybe the fans haven't heard of. Who kind of who who the additions do you kind of expect to you know make an impact right away? Oh yeah, um, and like I just said right there, Chris Canizaro mm-hmm. from uh, from Bucknell, uh, New York kid, uh, and then we have uh, David Bryant uh, transferred in from Radford, uh, Eddie Isert from NC State, mm-hmm. uh, and then Garrett Michelle, the freshman. Uh, I mean, all these guys have come in and just kind of just found their role and, and are really making an impact. Um, so obviously we gotta we gotta see what the what the season holds for us and, and see how everybody goes because the ACC is a little bit different of a monster um, than what a lot of these guys um, have seen in the past. But uh, I mean, I'm really excited for the addition of those guys. Yeah. And then what about the arms that are uh, kind of you know some of the new new arms that have come in? Um, which ones are the toughest to hit if you face if you face any of them? Yeah, I mean, I've I've faced. I think I, I pretty much faced everybody on our staff. Um, I mean, obviously, you can talk about Griff and Hack mm-hmm. um, just because, I mean, everybody knows. And even Kieran Higgins, um, Jonah Herney, Henry Weicker, all those guys coming out of the pen. I mean, just just really good arms, tough to hit. Um, but we got kid Tony Arguez from, mm-hmm. uh, from Miami came in. Looks like he's probably going to be our Sunday guy um, this year. And that's one thing that we were kind of missing last year was mm-hmm. – was a true Sunday starter, um, and he's come in and kind of found that role, and it's uh, it's it's really neat to see kind of how how he's kind of getting along with uh, with Griff and Hack, um, and how they're kind of showing him the ropes. Even though he's pitching the ACC, being a starter is a little different. Um, I mean, but Tony is uh, hopefully Tony's gonna be one of our dudes out there um, this year. I'm excited. As a team, how do you guys respond to, you know, this morning it comes out, you guys are projected to host a regional, and last year was such a raging success. How do Is there an added sec- sense of pressure with all these expectations, or you're like, no, nah, we're just going to go out there and play our game? Uh, I guess kind of maybe there is, um, like, a little, like, subconsciously, there's maybe a little bit of added pressure, but nobody talks about it. Um, we we show up in the locker room and – and we just we do our thing. Um, there's really nothing different that goes along with if we're ranked if we're ranked a hundredth or if we're ranked first. Um, right. There's there's really nothing different. Um, the boys just kind of we just kind of keep rolling, put our head down, and just kind of just get to get to work. And then moving to you personally, I mean, what are kind of some of your goals you hope to achieve this season? Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, like the biggest thing is I want to go to Omaha this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I mean, we we were so close last year. I mean, it was a uh, it was. I mean, we were right there. You can, could taste it, um, and that that didn't end up happening. But we got another shot at it this year. Um, that's a that's a huge thing. Um, and then, and then personally, um, kind of following the footsteps of of Gavin and uh, Jack and and Drew. Um, hopefully, I I can get a shot to go play for Team USA this summer. Um, so that's a that's a big personal goal. But um, I mean, that's a that's an end goal. And and if I do everything that I'm supposed to do and do it right, then hopefully that should work out. Um, so it's kind of more so about kind of taking each day one step at a time, um, not so much looking forward to kind of like, hey, like I got to get on this team or, or do this. What series on this year's schedule are you maybe most looking forward to? Uh, the UVA series. Nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's I think it's uh, uh, March, like March 30th, April 1st, um, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is it's just I grew up a Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia Tech sports fan um especially baseball fan just because i'm a baseball guy but um that hatred towards uva kind of rolls deep through my family Uh, my sister goes to virginia um so there's always some some family in-house rivalry going on there i got a bunch of buddies from high school that go to uva so they're always talking crap before uh before the series um 
But I mean, it's just, I mean, just any sport Virginia Tech plays Virginia in is, is electric. And I mean, this one should be, Virginia's very good this year. Yeah. Um, they got a lot of guys, they got a lot of dudes coming back. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm really pumped up for this one. That was a wild series in Charlottesville a year ago. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was, uh, that was, so I've actually played at that stadium uh, okay. a few times just in high school, just kind of doing tournaments there. But, uh, I mean, it was packed. It was, there was five, 6,000 people mm -hmm. there. Um, and hopefully we can get the same thing, uh, here in Blacksburg. And I mean, I know our fan base is one of the best in the country. I mean, it's really tough to play, um, at English. Uh, it's just, I mean, just kind of just everybody's on top of you. And if you're not doing well, they're going to, they're going to let you know, um, which is, which is great. I mean, that's, that's what college baseball is all about. You want it to be really tough to come in here and, and try and play us. Yeah, I was going to ask, uh, who does your sister root for? Does she root for UVA? Does she root for Tech? Or does she root for you to have success? You know, she actually, <laughs> I think last time she had uh, maybe like a UVA hat on, mm -hmm. but like a Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech shirt. Um, but I mean, she's, she's more into kind of all the, all the sorority stuff and all that. Um, she's not big into the, into the sports. Um, so she's, she's more so rooting for me. But so, yeah, moving yeah. back to last year with the the hammer and I was banned in the super regional. Um, I remember at the post game press conference, uh, someone asked a question to chef <laughs> and then you leaned over and go in, said something to like, it was my idea or it was, it was bull crap or something like uh -huh. that. You know, can you walk us through kind of the story of the air hammer? I know you came up with it, but what's the story behind that? Yeah. I mean, so, uh, so last year on the, in the super regional, the NCAA came out and said, we couldn't slam our hammer, which we've been doing for three, two years now. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of a, a thing in college baseball, like a team kind of gets their identity uh, and then kind of has a little celebration on it. Um, like some other schools had had like football helmets they put on or like I think ECU had like a traffic cone they put on their head. Just like funny stuff that that the guys on the team come up with. Um, and ours was ours was the hammer. Um, and they kind of they said we're not allowed to do it, I guess, because it um, piss the other team off or I, I don't know what whatever it was um I mean they, they they came out and said we couldn't do it uh so that kind of fired me up a little bit um I mean I'm a freshman first year um I probably shouldn't be saying stuff like that <laughs> uh but I feel like I'm pretty I, I I guess I don't know I've always felt like I should speak my mind and if I feel strongly about something I should talk about it um and kind of that's what I did to add to that really quickly um that's total crap from the NCAA, that's all I got. So I just, I just thought it was. I mean, you see Tennessee hit their home run and put their fur coat on. You see Texas hit their home run, and put their helmet on. But what's the NCAA got to do to come over here and tell us that we can't slam our own hammer um, at our own park? Um, there's a lot of things. It's, it's funny. There's some guys on the team that kind of talk like it's, it's almost like being in a prison, in your own ballpark. Um, the NCAA likes to control things. They like to. Uh, they like to, they like to make it the way that they want to make it. Um, the fans come out for the hammer. They want to see us slam the hammer. I think it's total crap that we can't slam the hammer. hammer but we're not going to let that affect us. We're going to slam an air hammer. So, it is what it is. Um, Coach Chef, um, I didn't, I didn't get in trouble or anything like that. Um, that was my follow-up question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of mic dropped there. Yeah, I know. Um, I know the the guys in the background, like when we're set up, but. Uh, they have all the reporters and then like a bunch of big cameras set up and uh, 
the guys behind that are our media people and they're in the back like <laughs> hey like no, no, no. <laughs> like, like don't stop stop saying that you're gonna get us in trouble um but no no trouble came out of it um honestly what it did is it it kind of jump-started this like well, free the hammer thing um i, I know it kind of got out on twitter and i got it like in my bio and hashtag um people are using it so maybe that kind of kind of spirals into something well, free the hammer. Let's talk about uh, your new shirts coming out. Talking about that hammer. Yeah. So, uh, so I got two new shirts coming out. Um, one of them is uh, is kind of like my own personalized shirt. Um, it's gonna have D Martini on it um, and like me on the back. Um, but then, then the one that that I really like. Um, I so Kevin Jones um, came through Triumph. Uh, he came up with these shirts, um, and I I was texting him. I was like, man, we need to get something um, in the works, and not 30 seconds later, he sent me all these shirts that they've been working on. Um, and I was like, man, that's awesome. Um, freaking love it. It's going to say free the hammer on the front and then picture me slamming on the back. Um, and I mean, what I really wanted was a shirt. Somebody could just like wear to class, um, or just say, Hey, or where to a basketball game or a football game. Um, something that says, I'm a, I'm a Virginia tech Hokie fan. Um, I like, I like the athletics um, and then kind of on the back is, is I don't want it to just like be just like all about me. I want it to be more so about like kind of the cause and the purpose behind, uh, behind the hammer and kind of like what Virginia tech baseball like stands for. Yeah. I was going to ask how cool is it to you know, see someone wearing um, your last name on their back or um, you know, a Virginia tech baseball shirt. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool. Uh, I mean, obviously you grow up wanting to, wanting to play in the big leagues mm -hmm. and everybody in the big leagues has a, has their name and number on the back of their jersey. Uh, I mean, I'd I'd probably have a thousand David Wright T-shirts or um, <laughs> jerseys. Um, been a huge fan my whole life. Um, so I mean, for for kids now to do that, and I've had some kids come up and hey man, huge fan, love what you're doing out there. Just stuff like that. Um, it it really it really means a lot um, that the the whole fan section comes out. I, I know there was some some little kids. I guess they had some t-shirts made actually that said free the hammer um we were doing our our ring ceremony and there's some some kids out there and some parents in those t-shirts and stuff which was which was really cool so how did this partnership with triumph come about and what has it been like so far for you yeah so it was actually um more so like kind of right place right time for me uh when we started going it was kind of towards the end of the year um i started to get some popularity and i know keely on the on the softball side um was kind of was doing her thing over there. I mean, she's so dominant uh, at the collegiate level, but uh, but they kind of they came came out to me and was like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start up this group. Um, we love to love to see you join." Uh, I was I was all for it, um, especially with the the new openings of the NIL stuff um, and the the fact that like we can now start make make money off of our name, image, and likeness, um, and the fact that that they have a whole support staff and team that's fully dedicated to that um i mean it's 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 awesome um uh, whatever i need um whether it's i mean getting on getting on this interview or podcast with you guys um i mean they they've done so much for me and, and kind of helped me kind of grow my brand and and be able to be able to really only focus about baseball um and then they take care of the rest uh, which is which is really nice to have yeah so you know sticking with you you know what are kind of your your hobbies outside of baseball what do you like to do aside from you know going to class <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um uh i being from the beach uh i love to surf i love any sort of like water sport 
uh, wakeboarding, wake surfing, um, actual surfing. Me and my buddies took a trip out to Costa Rica um, my senior year of high school. We went surfing out there for a week. Um, I mean, I just, it's so much fun. I just love being in the water. Um, and then tagging along to that, um, skating. I love skateboarding. Um, there's a, there's a little skate park up the road here that I, I go out when I got some free time and obviously keeping it safe, not, not breaking anything or doing any crazy tricks, but, uh, but doing stuff like that. Um, I really enjoy the possibilities are kind of endless on the NIL side of things. This is kind of your opportunity to plug something maybe you had in mind that, that you hadn't hadn't verbalized before, but any maybe opportunities that you're like, man, I'd really love to do something with this group or, um, you know, do something with this charity organization or anything like that. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the great part about being with Triumph um, is that all I have to do is kind of just reach out to, to Brendan or Kevin or Robin or whoever it is, um, and then they they kind of get it set up for me. Um, so there's nothing really like that I'm really like into um, right now. I just kind of, you know, I don't I don't really see it as like man. I'm trying to build this, just get these financial gains and like be like a, <laughs> be this like millionaire coming out. Like that's that's not my goal with uh, with Triumph. It's it's more so the fact that um, they can kind of get my and like like the T-shirt for example, like the free the hammer. Um, like something that like little kids can wear um, and bring out to the game and say, say, hey, man, I'm a fan. Um, more stuff like that that kind of Triumph has, has helped me with, um, just being able to just kind of get my name out there, my brand out there, because at the end of the day, like, sure, I can try and do all this all this stuff, um, which they, they come out with me, but it's, it's more so about kind of just like just letting everybody know who I am and kind of what I stand for, and that's, that's more so kind of my deal. This has been awesome, Carson. Anything you want uh, Hokie Nation to know about you that we didn't ask you already or about this upcoming season? It's oh. kind of uh, tie a knot in the end of it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's more so just come out to as many games as possible. Um, the more the more fans we have at the games, the better. Uh, I mean, you saw towards the end there, it's it's so tough. I and mean, we had, I think we played, we played number two Miami last night, mm -hmm. arguably one of the most talented teams in the nation. Um and we whooped up on them. Um, and, I mean, half of that had to do with the fact that we had 5,000 people at our games um, hooting and hollering. And, I mean, that's it's really, really huge um, to have a, a fan base. Um, and especially, like, I go out and I'm over, um, but I still have, there's still people at the end of the game that are, that are cheering us on and, and knowing that, like, they're going to come out tomorrow um, and have the same energy. Uh, I mean, that's just that's the big part, man, is just coming out so we can win. All right, you heard the man. Get out to English Field, Chris. Thanks so much for being on today, man. Carson, thank you so much for your time. Sweet. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for having us. Carson Martini, ladies and gentlemen. The Hokies are in action right around the corner before you know it. The softball team's in action as well. We got some more big interviews coming up, so stay tuned for that. But thanks so much again to Carson Martini. That wraps things up for today, and we'll see you on our next Triumph Spotlight NTSL today. Mm -hmm.